0: Yes, that is the award winning Fanny Minute Show on the Fishbowl Radio Network. And I am so glad that you chose to tune in to the show today. I hope you are enjoying this Labor Day. Decided to come on in today. Normally, I play uh, have them to play an archive on the holidays, but I've enjoyed myself the entire week, and my husband is at home barbecuing for us right now. And I decided to come in and and have a little moment with my listeners. And I am thankful that you tuned in and that you have asked others to tune in to the Fanny Minute Show. You know, I start with prayer, so. Empty yourselves in. Let's pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I thank you, Lord. I thank you, God, for your hedge of protection around our lives. I thank you, Father God, for that hedge of protection around those of us who are on the highway traveling this weekend and those who are still preparing to travel later today, God. Those who are out there, it's raining here in this Part of the world. So Father God protect those that's out there in the rain on the highways and byways. God, God, I thank you for my classmates, my classmates that, that some I haven't seen in years. Some I hadn't seen in 40 years. And God, they're looking good. So I thank you. For protecting them, God, and 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 taking care of their bodies and their minds, because they're in their sound minds, and for those that we have lost along the way, God, I thank you for the memories that I have with them, and I. Thank you for taking care of the families that were left back. Thank you, God, for taking care of them and taking care of us. I can't thank you enough. That's all I'm doing today, God, is just thanking you. Because when you look back over the years and you think about how good you've been to us, sometimes you can't do nothing but just pour out with a praise, hallelujah, and a thank you. Thank you, God. Thank you so much for a sound mind. Thank you, God, for our voices. Thank you for choosing to to continue to breathe life into our bodies. Thank you, Lord, for your calling, for choosing us, for calling us and choosing us. Thank you, God, mm, for making us the head and not the tail. Thank you, God, for allowing us to be the lenders and not the borrowers. Thank you, God. Oh, you're so good. Thank you for your holiness. Thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for your new mercies every day. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for the patriarchs of the Bible. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for the Bible because it says in your word that it was inspired by you. So thank you, God, for your Bible, the manual for life. Thank you, God, for choosing human beings. To be in charge of their earth. Thank you, Lord. God Almighty. Our Father who are in heaven, I thank you. We thank you. In the name of Jesus. And we thank you. Oh, we thank you for Jesus. Your only begotten Son. Who came down on earth and redeemed us. And delivered us. Took all our burdens. Mm, the chastisement of our peace. Oh, and the strikes he took for us. Thank you for Jesus. Jesus. Oh, that wonderful name of Jesus. Oh, the name that make demons tremble Jesus. The name that rebuke all evil Jesus. The name that heals Jesus. Mm. In Genesis the seed of the woman. Oh, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Oh, I thank you so much. In the name of your Dear Son, Jesus Christ, amen and amen. Amen, amen, amen. Scripture for today, the scripture for today is coming from Ephesians. uh, Let me go live here on Facebook. Uh, The scripture for for today is coming from Ephesians, the works of chapter 5, the works of light and darkness. That's Ephesians chapter 5. Verse verse 1, be ye therefore followers of God as dear children. Mm -hmm. Be ye therefore followers of God as dear children. Now that's the scripture for today, but guess what? I want to continue with Verse 2, because I I just want to continue with it because it's so good. And walk in love as Christ also had loved us and had given himself for us an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet smelling savor. So thank you, Father God, in the name of Jesus. I've already prayed, but I just feel like praying some more. Thank you, God. Thank you for so much. Oh, Jesus You sacrificed so much for us. You loved us so much because you didn't have to do what you did. Mm. You could have called down angels. You could have did it yourself with the power. But you chose to redeem us. You chose to do what you did for us. And we thank you. Thank you. And touch our mouths. Thank you. Touch our mouths that we, we no longer participate in corrupt communication. Touch our mouths. Touch our ears that we may hear you, God. Thank you, God. For continuously speaking to us. Thank you. I know I've already prayed, listener. I know that, but you know, sometimes you just feel like praying again. I thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your presence all over the world, all over the universe. Thank you for your creation. Thank you, Lord. I praise and I worship your holy name. I thank you. I thank you for this radio show. I thank you, Lord, for the people that operate the equipment. I thank you, Lord, mm, for every host on the Fishbowl Radio Network. I thank you, Lord, for giving me a platform to speak the gospel. Thank you, Lord, for all those ministers and those Pastors and evangelists and teachers that's spreading the gospel all over the world. I thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I thank you, God, for all in our steps. Mm, hallelujah. All in our steps in your way, Father God. In your way, not in man's way. Oh, God. Help us not to conform to the world, but be ye transformed by the renewal of our mind. I thank you for a renewal of the mind. Hallelujah. I thank you, Lord. Oh, God, I thank you. Thank you, Father God. Thank you for your goodness, for your mercy. Thank you, Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Mm, thank you. Glory to your name. Glory. God, I bless Through you, Mm, in the name of Jesus, I bless everyone whose voice is listening, who's listening to this show today. Mm, Speak through me, God. Use my mouth. Use my words. Oh, use my eyes. Use me, Lord. Oh, use us, Lord. Mm, Use us, Lord. Mm, I pray blessings over you. Blessings over you. Oh, blessings over you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Blessings of everyone that's tuned in onto the show on Facebook. Bless them, Lord, in the name of Jesus. We rebuke anything that come their way and their families and their friends. Anyone connected to them, we rebuke all evil from them in the name of Jesus. Health in their bodies in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Amen. How many of you know sometime? Woo, just sometime. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, that's all I'm going to say. Just sometime. time. Mm. Hallelujah. Glory to your name. Oh, God, thank you. Praise his holy name. Praise his holy name. Whew. All right. You are tuned in to the award-winning Family Minute Show on the Fishbowl Radio Network. And like I said earlier... Uh, happy. I hope you enjoying Labor Day. We are celebrating Labor Day, uh, on today. And I want you to get, if you don't have your coffee already and some tea and water, thank you, Jesus. If you don't have that, um, if you don't have that, would you go ahead and get you some water? Make sure you get some water, some tea, some coffee, something, and sit back and hang out with Fannie Minute on the award winning Fannie Minute show. Uh, and if there's something you thankful to God for right now, I like if you're on Facebook, I like you to go ahead and type it in. And uh thank God for what you're thankful for today. And I want to read this. So you got your coffee, your water, your tea, whatever you drink. Uh, hopefully it's water, tea or coffee or something like that. Some people say coffee bad for you. But every now and then I have to have me some coffee. Matter of fact, sometimes I come right into the Fishbowl Radio Network and get a little coffee. Thank you, Jesus that we even have that... To have because there are some places uh, they're not free like that. They're not free to go and they're not having a day of work off in some places. There are some places they're not even free to uh, drink coffee and relax like we are able to do. So thank you, God, for the visionary of uh, y'all. Mm. Uh, thank you for the visionary, Sammy, on the Fishbowl Radio Network. They own and operate and visionary of Fishbowl. Thank you for her, God, and continue to bless her and, and give her vision and, and uh, things. Y'all, I'm trying to get there. I'm trying to get there. I really am. Um, now, let's talk about Labor Day. I want to take the time to talk briefly about the meaning of Labor Day. I looked it up on the U.S. Department of Labor for History of the Labor Day. And I'm going to be honest, y'all. It used to be a time I just... I was just happy to be off. I punched that clock, and I was happy to be off from work. Labor Day. Didn't even think about what Labor Day was all about. I just knew. Now, this is years ago. I'm much better now. But I used to just say, I'm glad to be off from work. And that's what Labor Day meant for me, being off from work. But for some reason, um. It was something, I'm going to read what I wrote, that, wrote down, what hit my spirit, and I just wrote it down. Whenever God puts something in your spirit, or something come to your spirit, uh, write it down, write it down, write it down so you could go back to it because it have meaning. At some point in my life, I thought to myself, Labor Day has a deeper meaning to it than just having a day off. I began to think about all the people who work to make America a great country to live in. I thought about all the entrepreneurs who are employing others. I thought about the labor force in America and all over the world that God uses to keep our universe moving. You get that? That God uses. God must be pleased with us, I thought. And even in the beginning of time, he trusted human beings to take care of earth. Remember Adam and Eve? And he is still trusting human beings to take care of earth. It is faith in labor that keeps us moving. So Labor Day is a very special day when you look at it from a spiritual point of view. I salute, and if you're on Facebook, you see me. I salute all laborers, even those who are retired. Some of you out there are retired, and I salute you as well. This is what I found online on the website entitled U.S. Department of Labor. Labor Day and what it means. Labor Day, the first Monday in September, is a creation of the labor movement and is dedicated to the social and economic achievements of American workers. Hmm. It constitutes a yearly national tribute to the contributors' workers' To the contributions, y'all, not contributors, to the contributions workers have made to the strength, prosperity, and well being of our country. So now, when you think of Labor Day, it's more than just a day off. Hmm. And when you think of yourself as being laborers, in America and across the world, because I do have some people here on Facebook and listeners. That's we ten top countries. Oh boy, forgot that one. But there's ten top countries that listen to the face to the Fishbowl Radio Network weekly, and so we have listeners from all over the world. And but when you think about laborers here in America and all over the world, you have to think of it. At, Deeper than just being a day off or deeper than just, okay, today I have a day off or deeper than, especially you retired people, and I retired as well, especially if you're a retiree and you worked all those years and now you no longer have to punch that clock. But guess what? You are contributing to the prosperity of America or to to your country. You really are. And it means a lot. It means a lot to God that you're using your your, your talents. He gave, he gave us talents not to sit down on them, but you're using your talents and your thoughts, your creative thoughts, to operate and run the world. Have you ever thought about Labor Day that way? 214-556-6239, you can call in if you want to give your thoughts about Labor Day. If you are on Facebook, why don't you type in what Labor Day means to you? What does it mean to have laborers in America and all over the world? Did you think of what you doing being that special that it makes God smile, that it puts a smile on his, on his face? It definitely put a smile on my heart when he put this down in my spirit about the meaning of Labor Day and, and, and how important it is that we have laborers, people that work. People that work. Just think about all the buildings. I have the best scenery in the world when I come here to the Fishbowl Radio Network and to, to, uh, in the bowl that I'm in. I am in the light, which is, um, also the gray bowl. I'm sitting in here and I can see outside and, and I see, um, I see, uh, what's this place, the the a- Astroworld, I believe it's, no, it ain't Astroworld. Astroworld, Astroworld, Six Flags. Astroworld is Houston, Texas, used to be at least. Six Flags sitting right across me, I can see Six Flags, and then on, to my right I see beautiful buildings, and then I see trees and landscaping. There is someone that work to put those things together. So working is very special. It's very special to be a part a part of the human race that make things operate a part of the human race that create things like six flags and then someone build the tracks and 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 then the houses and commercial buildings with all the beautiful glass and bricks and things like that and then the the, the tools that someone came up with in their mind and then they put it together and they create it and they build and then we we have the beautiful grass that naturally grow but then someone comes along and work and make sure that it's really landscaped and it's laying out so pretty the trees i just have a beautiful view here uh just to talk about what i'm talking about and so the beautiful trees that someone trims and someone keeps uh, to keep the grass around and in flowers around and in the parking lots, somebody is working doing those things to help America be greater than it already is. And around the different countries, and I know there is a lot going on in some countries. But guess what? God still is. God is still blessing those countries. Every country I've been to, there is some beauty. There is something beautiful about that country and there are the workforce in that country so be proud of being a worker you don't work you don't eat if nobody was working I wouldn't be talking about all these beautiful buildings and the beautiful six flags and all those different things uh, people building planes Just you ever think about that on labor day I didn't I'm being honest but planes people are building planes helicopters jets cars trains trains going so fast it's like past your eyes so labor day is really a very special day and you deserve a day off so if you didn't get a day off today that's okay that's okay enjoy your weekend and if you're working from monday to sunday Rethink that thing so you're not working yourself silly. you you got to have some time off. Have some time off. I want to shout out to some folks that's on Facebook, and it's Kim. Thank you, Kim, for tuning in. William, uh, thank you for tuning in. Gloria Jones, I'm going to talk about uh, our time this weekend for our mass class reunion. Uh, Sammy, thank you for always supporting uh, and Definitely thank you for your vision. Brenda out in Alabama, thank you. Dwight, uh, thank you for tuning in. Laquita, she'll be on the show next, I believe next week. I think next week she'll be on the show. Uh, and she is so inspirational, and she have a blog on my monthly newsletter uh talking of laborers my website designer lori brown um people that create things like this and website designers and 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 people that's uh facebook and all those things that's laborers y'all think about don't ever think about it as of, as of today when we have labor day don't think of it as a simple holiday it is right up there right up there with with all your other major holidays because uh, laborers deserve to be celebrated. And I just wanted to take that time and celebrate. I just wanted to take that time and thank all laborers uh, for your work, your hard work, for helping to uh, make our country run right and our world, not just our country, because we have people building um, out in Nassau, building some things. I've had a couple I've had one engineer from there, NASA technician from on my show, and so I'm trying to see who's going to be on my show next week, so I can let you know and be ready for questions. Two one four five five six six two three nine. Type in if you're on Facebook. Type in uh, what you think about Labor Day next week. Laquita Laquita Hogan will be on the show at from two to two forty-five. For now, phenomenal woman. Uh, this is an inspirational Christian living radio talk show. Well, ordinary people doing extraordinary things come on the show and and, and talk about the stories and their testimonies. So enjoy your Labor Day, and thank you for getting a cup of water, a tea, a coffee, or whatever you did to sit down and hang out with me this Labor Day. The show is going to be a little different today, a different little format today, because on the first of the week, what I do is go over some things uh, that we talk about in my monthly newsletter I have a monthly newsletter that goes out once a month. I do not automatically put people's uh, address or email on that monthly newsletter due to privacy policies. So if you're like to uh, subscribe to my monthly newsletter, you uh, you type in www. This is my website www. m i n n i t t just j u s t have h a v e faith. F-A-I-T-H dot com. Minute Just Have Faith, and I will type it in in just a few minutes. But if you'd like to subscribe to my monthly newsletter, it's an inspirational newsletter, uh, please sign in to w, log in to com and hit the tab that says newsletter uh, and subscribe. All we need is your name and Email address. We do not sell those names, uh, but you will receive the monthly newsletter, and that's all you will be receiving from me because in that fabulous newsletter uh, that Lori Brown puts together for me once a month, everything you need to know is there. If you'd like to listen to previous podcasts uh, of my shows on Fishbowl Radio Network, you can also log on to that uh, website. Click on the Fannie Minute Show and listen to any previous podcast. I tell you, this girl did a wonderful job. I hope Lori is off today and just relaxing, just relaxing. And so that's it for my newsletter. And what I'm doing on the first, that's it for how you get onto the newsletter. The first of the month, what I do is take time and give you the nuggets from the newsletter. Letter, And so um, today, I have a whole lot of different things on here about my newsletter. On the newsletter, I also have testimonies. So I'm going to give you just a snippet of a testimony that I have on the newsletter. But you have to sign up for the newsletter to get the rest of this testimony. And my testimony, and I only do this the first part of the month. Talk about the newsletter and go into a little detail about it because uh, we're building our address uh, uh, list for the newsletter. And I tell you, I'm so proud of it. My testimony, and if you like to give a testimony, if you like to send in a testimony, go ahead and contact me. Uh, you can inbox me on Facebook or you, when you sign in to my website, then you just let me know you would like to submit a testimony. And we have blogs as well. The blog is on my website. Go on the website. It's good. It's real good. All right. Testimony from Crystal Bullard. Uh, This comes from my uh, monthly newsletter. Um, Before I forget, someone told me I don't do this enough. So before I forget, um, on my website, you can also order my books. You can also order Just Have Fate. Behind the Ranks, Volume 1, and Grandma Said, Child, listen, you can order that. Okay, for the testimony, I'm only reading two paragraphs from the testimony of Hope by Crystal Bullard, which is the author of Assurances of Love. Now, to get the rest of the testimony, you have to log on to my monthly newsletter. Here we go. It's entitled, A Testimony of Hope. And we don't author any of the testimonies or blogs that come in because we want you to get it the way they sent it. When I was young, in my late teens and early 20s. Now listen, listen. When I was young, in my late teens and early 20s, I met and dated a man while I was in college whom later asked me to marry him. And this is a true story, by the way. He was very cute, domineering, and jealous, which I thought was a good thing. After approximately two years of the relationship, he started to verbally and physically abuse me. During these years, I was a very docile and submissive woman. He would talk demeaning to me and call me all kinds of names. One day, he started slapping and hitting me. Oh, Lord. Because I had seen this type of behavior. Because I had seen this type of behavior from other relationships. I thought that whatever happened was supposed to. And that his behavior was my fault. Mm. If I were... If I were a better mate, I could change him and our relationship for the better. I felt fear, guilt, shame, and embarrassment. I did not want repercussions to come to my mate, so I never told anyone how I felt or what I was going through. His behavior continued to escalate into more and more abuse, which lasted for approximately Three years. Mm. Isn't that sad? I can tell you now. Uh, well, subscribe to the monthly newsletter. Get the rest of this testimony, cause it is a testimony. I can tell you that she's no longer in this abusive situation. Ah, uh, and if you out there, listener, if you're listening, or if you're on Facebook and you're listening, and I can't see your name, cause some people listen. Or look and you can't really see their names and that's okay. But if you are out there, listener, uh, and you are in a situation where you are being abused, get help. Don't stay in it. Uh, Like Crystal said in her testimony in my newsletter, she said that she felt like she was a part of why uh, this man was abusing her. Uh, She felt that she did something. She had to be doing something. Uh, for him to be slapping and hitting and demeaning in her. Uh, and so you you haven't done anything. Just think about it, uh, listener, if you're listening to me, man or woman, because there are some men out there who are being abused as well. Uh, and to these testimonies that I have in my newsletter that I only share once a month on the show, and that's the month, the first of the month when the newsletter comes out, but these testimonies are not to get you all riled up, stare you up. The testimonies and blogs is to inspire you, to help you see that you don't have to. You don't have to stay in these situations. Uh, it, it, it helps you to see that there is help, and it helps you to see uh, that even if you. Have been in a situation like this. God is a provider. He will move you out of that situation. If you allow him to. First you have to make up in your mind. That enough is enough. Enough is enough. As you see Crystal said. When I was young in my late teens and early 20's. Late teens and early 20's. The guy she met. Good looking. Had going on. But then he starts showing that he was an abusive person. Don't waste your time and energy with people that will hurt you physically and verbally. That will hurt you. If they're not getting any help for what they're doing to you, then you have to get some help for you. You hear what I'm saying? But it's not for you to be hurt. That's not God's plan for you to be hurt. And so this testimony was, I didn't give you the whole testimony. I only gave you two paragraphs of her testimony. And I only gave you the two paragraphs of her testimony uh, because I want you to go ahead and go to the, I want you to hear a little little something of it. But then you have to go to www.minutejusthavefaith.com dot com and sign up for the monthly newsletter and you will get uh, you will be able to read many testimonies uh, that will help inspire people maybe you've never been in an abusive situation I haven't I've never been in uh, I've been with married to the same man for 35 years shout out to you Theodore Man, and I'm sure you listening to me uh, today baby and I shout out to you and I love you so much uh, you make me feel safe in your arms and I love you uh, so I've never been in a a uh, uh, abusive situation where a man was beating me, slapping me, t- talking crazy to me. Um I, I I'm glad I haven't cuz I'm not wired where where I would be so kind with that. <laughs> but uh, anyway, if you um uh, if you in if you are in a situation like that, if you have never been in a situation like that, help someone that you come across that is. And just understand don't start blaming them for the abuse. Don't start telling them things like, Well girl, you might you know you might need might not need to be talking to them that way. Or oh, man, you know that's a woman, she can't hurt you. Uh especially men, especially men, if you are listening to me, you are the biggest human beings on you are the ones on Earth that will not tell anybody that you've been abused because you you think you're macho and you think you know you you're not even supposed to be feeling the way you feel, but you're human, so get help even if you're a male get help. Now I didn't mean to go on a tantrum about abuse, but this is the testimony uh, from Crystal Bullard Bullard B U L L A R D author of Assurances of love and I'm going to give you more information on that book later in the show but this is her testimony all the testimonies are not this way but her testimony this month just happened to be about the abuse that she had in in her life and if you notice when I read it it was 2 years of this relationship where she was being abused and and did you hear where she thought this was because she saw other relationships like this. She thought this was it. She thought this was the way it's supposed to be. And so uh, I'm glad that she's no longer in this type of a situation. Uh, and if, again, if you, listener, is in this type of situation, get help. Get help. Get help. She said if I was a better mate, she thought she could change him. You thought you could change him. You thought you can change her. You can't change people. People have to change themselves. Renewal the mind. Father God, in the name of Jesus, if there's a listener that's listening to the sound of my voice now, Father God, show them how to get out. How to get out of an abusive situation, Father God. Because you didn't mean for us to be in a position where where someone is hitting and hurting us and speaking down to us or have us feeling like we're not your sons or daughters. We are your sons and daughters, God. And that's how we have to be treated, like your sons and daughters. So enough of that. Log on to www.minutejusthavefaith.com and read uh, the testimony of hope. By, that's her title, "The Test: A Testimony of Hope, Crystal Bullard. And, of course, this is the award-winning Fannie Minute Show, and it's about faith and inspiration. So keep the faith, keep the hope, trust in God. Here's your shepherd, you shall not want, but always trust in the Lord God Almighty. And stand, and you'll get through these situations. Get through these situations. Don't lose hope. Do not lose hope. Repeat after me. I won't lose hope. I won't lose hope. I trust in God. Say that. I won't lose hope. I trust in God. I won't lose hope. I trust in God. He will get you through. I don't care what you see, what you feel, what you hear. Keep the faith. Just have faith. And keep it moving. Alrighty. There are some other things I'm going to share in the next hour from my newsletter. But right now, I want to give a shout out to the class of 1978. Whoop whoop. Nineteen seven. I see a few of you on, uh, Facebook this weekend, Thursday through Sunday. Matter of fact, I returned home on yesterday. I, 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 re- I, returned. I arrived back on the hill about 645, 650, something like that. Uh, I was in Beaumont, Texas from Thursday to yesterday, yesterday, late evening, uh, celebrating my 40th Four years, forty years, uh class reunion. Uh and it was a mass class reunion. I thought it was just a class of nineteen seventy-eight, but it was a mass class reunion. Uh so we celebrated the class reunion and wow, we look good. Our class look good. I was like, wow, the ladies look good, the men look good. Uh, I'm talking about the class of 1978 because we were celebrating our 40th and I said it was a mass. It was from 1979, I believe, to 1986, something like that. Uh, but my focus is on my class right now. Of course, 19th, the class of 1978, we celebrated those 40 years. We had so much fun. We had two different T-shirts. Uh, we, uh, It's nothing like. And I don't know about those of you who are listening to me on Facebook or listening to me, listening to me on the just on the airways, but it is something about talking to a person that knew you in, and, and when I mean knew you in, I'm not talking knew you in when, when you were buckwild or nothing like that, but just knew you when you were a child. <laughs> You know they knew you when you were a little girl in elementary school and and middle school and high school. It's just something about talking to people that knew you when uh and, and so it was so much fun and I maintained contact with quite a few of of my friends from uh elementary and, and middle school but but even those that you don't know, uh, that you didn't hang out with, even running into them, it, it just does something for your memory. Uh, it brings so much joy to your, your, your heart. It bring, it brought a lot of joy to my heart. If you're on Facebook, type in, do you, do you enjoy running into your old friends from way back in the days? How it make you feel? Just type it in. I'm asking y'all to type things in on Facebook. Y'all ain't, some of y'all ain't doing it. Help me out here. Uh, but anyway, uh, it, it just does something to your heart, uh, the stories that you get a chance to talk about. I have one friend. We we, we maintain contact, but we don't talk all the time. Uh, but uh, we're sitting there, and I'm sitting there, and I'm looking at her, and she's so beautiful. Uh, and I was sitting there looking at her, and I said, girl, it just hit me uh, when we were in uh, I believe we were in middle school or high school, going into high school. One of them, and we both were members of members of Junior Achievement. I don't know if any of you ever heard of Junior Achievement, but Junior Achievement is a good was a good thing. It might still exist. I just don't know. Uh, Junior Achievement was good for for young men and women that was in middle school, high school, and I think you could even be in it in elementary. But I think we were in we had to be in middle. School, we had to be in middle school going into high school because she was driving, but she was driving way before anybody thought about driving. So I don't think she had a license. <laughs> See what I mean about knowing people way back when? Uh, but she she would pick me up for junior junior achievement. We'll go we'll go in long enough to to participate in the activities and. And create something real quick and we dash out and and go hang out somewhere. Do you have those memories from way back or, or are you still in contact with from some friends that knew you when um, that you can actually talk to them about these little crazy things that you did in life? things that you're doing, that you did you that not things that you're doing, but things that you did in in life back then. Because we would go to Junior Achievement, and we made sure we were back in the house. Like the time it would take you to go to junior achievement, do what you have to do, and get home, go get something to eat and get home. Uh, it was high school. It was the first part of high school. And so, uh, I was trying to think, was it middle school or high school? But anyway, it was high school, first part of high school. Uh, you know, and, and so we would get home and I was able to talk to my mom about, and mind you, I wasn't a bad kid, but even the best of kids, Moms, dads, guardians, even the best kids get off track every now and then. So be careful with that. Uh But I would go home and I would talk about the junior achievement because my mama would ask. And I would be talking about only those little things. <laughs> That I did for the short time we walked in and we would get in there and we were like overachievers getting in there doing what we had to do so we, you know, nobody, their mind wouldn't click on when we snuck out and went on about our business. But during the class, the mass class reunion this week, uh, this, this, this past week in, it just brought a lot of memories like that and, and my friend that we stay in contact, we even wrote the book, Grandma Said Child Listen Together. Uh, we, we, we hung out, we stayed in the same room this weekend and we were able to play catch up and talk about some things and, those reunions bring back memories. How many of you listen to me now that attended a class reunion or you know a friend from way back when? Elementary school, middle school, and all that stuff. I don't even remember past, the, before the elementary school, so, you know, don't even that. I don't even try to talk about that. I just remember elementary, middle school, and high school, and then so forth and so forth. For um, on, uh, I. I really, really enjoyed that. I saw Gloria Jones. Gloria's on, on Facebook now. Gloria, type something about your time at the class reunion. And uh, we, we, it's, we, t- we get a chance to talk about our grandchildren. I only have one. But when you know people from way back when, I don't know how it makes you feel, but sitting and listening to them talking about their children and their children's children, when we knew each other, when we were children, Woo <laughs> that is something else. And I just wanted to spend some time and uh, talk a little bit about our class reunion. Why? And some of you might be saying, "Why are you talking about a class reunion? Why you go from this to that? Why are you talking about?" Because it? it's an inspirational show, and and um, I just wanted—I didn't want the time to go by without talking about uh, those good times. Good times. We have to get back those good times. Uh, not go back in the past and start doing some of the things we did that was funny. Some of the things that we did that was funny back then, we would go to jail. Some of us would go to jail now. It wasn't funny. It wasn't cute at all. In this day and time, somebody could really get hurt. Uh, but we were a little bit more calmer back then. and a, a whole lot sneaky. We were sneaky. <laughs> we wasn't just out doing things, right? But treasure your friends. Treasure your friends. Treasure them. Treasure your times in life. Treasure it. Treasure it. Okay, and don't allow corrupt communication in your life. I talked about that on kingdom communication. Don't allow so much corrupt communication in your life that it takes away your joy. And it takes away your peace. Don't let people be in your life that give you no peace. You know, you can't laugh with them. You can't smile with them. They always got some drama going on. They always have you up in a uproar. Get all of that mess up out of your life so you can have some joy and so you can have some peace. And so that you can live life to the fullest. Live life to the fullest. Live life to the fullest. Don't be so serious all the time. You got to have fun. And if you just want some real good hard laughs, call up an old friend that knew you when. <laughs> and they'll give you some stories. You'll end up talking about some stories that will give you some, one of those belly busting laughs. and uh, you have to laugh. Laugh, laughter heals. Laughter heals. Smiles heal. They really do. So find things to laugh about. Not things that hurt people. Some people laugh about things that hurt people. I I can't laugh at things that hurt people. Okay, but find things to laugh about. And if you contact some old friends or you stay in contact with some old friends, you're going to have something to laugh about, even if you don't have anything to laugh about in the present. But you know what? If you have nothing to laugh about in the present, something is not going right, change, renew your mind. You might have to renew your mind. Renew your friends. Renew what you read. And the Bible is a really good thing to read all the time because it has some stories. I told my son one time, honey, I said, baby, if you want to laugh or you want to get some really good stories, uh, some of them kind of scary, read the Bible. Read the Bible. There's stories in there all through the Bible that will make you think like, huh, what they doing? But anyway, read, find you some good reading material, something that will help you laugh. Connect with someone that will give you a smile and not give you a bad story all the time. Now, some people going to have bad stories. Some of the time, I do myself. But if they have bad stories all the time, ooh, you got to change. <laughs> you got to change because you want laughter in your life. Laughter in your life. Today is Labor Day. You are off. Many of you are off from work today. Find something to laugh about. Even when you're on the jobs, though, something got to make you smile or laugh, even on that job. Or you got to start thinking about, you must start thinking about changing, changing something. Because you want your mind to operate in peace. You want to function in peace and joy and happiness. Function in that. Function in that. The testimony that I read earlier, a testimony of hope, I met this woman. We met personally. I didn't just grab a book and read it, but we met personally. She have a beautiful smile. She really have a beautiful smile. She's a beautiful person with a beautiful personality. Those are the kind of people you want around you, people that give you heart joy, give you peace. And don't sweat the small stuff. Don't sweat the small stuff. Uh, like I say, even if you can't find something now to laugh or smile about, Reach out to one of those people that knew you when, and I guarantee you, you, you will find something to sit around and laugh about. Hold on to those memories. Hold on to those thoughts that make you laugh and make you smile. You know what? I'm going to go off. Of, I'm going to go off the live Facebook uh, because we got to play the the commercials. Got to pay the bills around here. Uh, on the Fishbowl Radio Network, you're listening to the Fannie Minute Show on the award-winning Fishbowl Radio Network. Thank you for tuning in all over the world. i like to thank all of you all over the world that tune in to the Fannie Minute Show on the Fishbowl Radio Network. I just want to share some things. When we come back, we'll share some more things. If you'd like to call in, it's two one four five five six six two. But right now, we're going to a commercial break and a few good songs. Music for the soul. Hey, y'all. This is Rebecca. And
1: Janae. So catch our show, Time to Shine, every Monday from 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. On our show, you'll be able to hear weekly discussions and interviews from actors, writers, producers, models, everything in between, airing out of the DFW area. So go ahead, stop what you're doing, log on, and join us every Monday from 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. And also, visit us on Facebook, Time to Shine, for more info. So check us out on the Time to Shine.
2: Jump in. FBRN.US Hello, you've reached
3: Fishbowl Radio International.
2: Worldwide total infotainment for your ear hole. Talk, music, sports, comedy, politics, technology, health, and fitness. Plus, spend the coolest two hours of your day in a soulful mix of smooth jazz and R&B with Tim Garrison. Get the latest hip-hop, celebrity news, and hot topics with host and president of Flavor TV. Skip Cheatham and Skip Cheatham's Playground. Share the music, the memories, the industry knowledge of Grammy-nominated composer and co-writer of songs Slippin' Into Darkness, Cisco Kid, Lowrider, and Why Can't We Be Friends?
3: Why can't we?
2: Yeah, I think I'll let him handle that. Howard Scott of The Howard Scott Show. And putting it all together... Founder and owner of Fishbowl Radio Network, Dallas radio legend, Sammy G. FBRN.US. Fishbowl Radio Network.
4: Jump in. Candy Yams Kitchen, food you can feel. You can experience Southern and Creole classics from down-home gumbo, upscale shrimp and grits, and moth-watering desserts from specialty pound cakes, pies, decadent peach cobbler, and an unforgettable banana pudding. Whether large or small, Candy Yams Kitchen has everything to give your event a taste your guests will remember. Savory Southern cuisine, bold New Orleans flavors, united with an all-star presentation. You can be assured that you will be the talk of the town after booking them for your next party. You can reach us at four. 469-450-0027. Or follow our journey on Facebook and Instagram at Candy Yams Kitchen. That's K-A-N-D-I-Y-A-M-Z Kitchen. Again, give us a call at 469-450-0027. Or like our Facebook and Instagram page at Candy Yams Kitchen. Spell K-A-N-D-I-Y-A-M-Z Kitchen. Candy Yams Kitchen. Food you can feel.
1: Congratulations from Velvet Oasis Events, wedding and event planning. What a great time for us to get acquainted and determine what style, design, and package will work for your upcoming wedding, gala, social, or anniversary event. We specialize in helping people have a better event experience. Velvet Oasis Events customize your event design with your vision in mind. From beginning to end, we're there to assist. So for that wow experience, you won't forget. Remember Velvet Oasis Events. To get more details, go to velvetoasisevent.com velvetoasisevent.com or call 817 01579
4: The State Fair of Texas
2: now has printed home tickets. Can
3: you do one with more emphasis on the word Print and smile, please.
2: Take 24. Go
3: online to get your printed oh, home ah, tickets. That sounded like you said prints, not print. Let's go again. Get your state fair of Texas printed home tickets. Listen, when you say print, it needs to convey the fact that you can easily buy tickets, coupon vouchers,
1: and family packs online.
2: State Fair of Texas. Buy your tickets, coupon vouchers, and family packs online now at bigtexcom forward slash radio.
1: The North Side Jam is back for the eleventh big year. This community outreach event with a message. The message of hope is a day of fun for the whole family. We'll have free food, free bounce houses, and free prizes. Platinum recording artist Howard Scott will be performing live. His hits include Lowrider, Cisco Kid, Kid and Why Can't We Be Friends. Dallas-Fort Worth's best classic rock will also be performing live. The Northside Jam is happening Saturday, September 8th at 5 p.m. at Marine Park, located in Fort Worth's historic Northside at 303 Northwest 20th Street. Fishbowl Radio Network will also be broadcasting live. Don't miss the fun. We'll see you there. fbrn.us
2: don't forget to download the free app on your smartphone and tablets and follow us on instagram facebook and twitter at Fishball radio network jump
4: in
3: than me security You've given me security.
1: Look, I'm the millionaire maker, and you millionaires out there, you need to listen to the Fanny Minute Show. Okay, jump on right now.
0: Hey, you are tuned in to the award-winning Fanny Minute Show on the Fishbowl Radio Network. Hey Margaret. Hey Tiffany. Thank you for tuning in to the award-winning Fanny Minute show. You can download the Fishbowl app on your iPhone or Android www.fbrn.us and listen to the show anywhere plug it in on your phone, in your car phone uh in any way you want to listen to it, fbrn.us. That's the download onto your iPhone or your Android. And if you don't want to do all of that, just tune in www.fbrn.us. If you want to listen to previous podcasts, be sure to. Write down my e my website address www y'all not writing stuff no more huh just put it in your phone or on your tablet however you do it W dot minute just tap fate I was typing that in right before. Uh, I did, they did the last little commercial and drops. Hey, Margaret, I, I'm i trying to, I was ty- trying to type y'all names in to say hey, but it wasn't typing fast enough, so I'm not going to try to do that. I just shout it out to you ladies and those of you who are tuned in around the world to the award winning Fannie Minute Show. I thank you for tuning in. And those of you who are on Facebook, thank you. Now, I have been asked by a couple of friends why, um, one of my friends, she was like, I was looking on Facebook, I was listening to you on Facebook, and then you just tuned out and I couldn't get you back on. Well, I hadn't, I didn't go back on at that time. Remember, this is radio, so if I'm not on Facebook, guess what? I'm still on the air. Uh, www.elf. BRN.us. We're on the air regardless. Uh, I was typing early and you didn't hear the music. Hopefully you didn't hear the music because Facebook do something when their music is on. Uh, the, it's still going on. So no matter what, you can still hear the show even if I'm not on Facebook Live. I do the fi- Facebook Live because I like that. Uh, I can see that, that interaction. Uh, I can see it. Uh, so. The second half, I told uh, those of you who were on, uh, those you who stay tuned on, you don't tune out at all. But some of you on Facebook, you go take a little break and get you some water and stuff like that when I'm playing music and going to uh, the second hour. Uh, But I told you all the first hour that this on the first the first week of the month, the first week, I always take the time to talk about. Uh, My monthly newsletter, I don't give you everything from the monthly newsletter or wouldn't be no sense in having one, Uh, but I do. I did give uh, the testimony, a little snippet of what was on the testimony from uh, the newsletter today, but I won't be. Uh, reading that again or talking about it again on the second hour. I did that on the first hour. So you ha- you have to subscribe to my monthly newsletter at com uh, to get the rest of that testimony because I didn't give you all the testimony, uh, on the newsletter. But the show is designed the first week around the newsletter. Uh, and so that's what we have today. Next week, my guest will be Laquita, Laquita Hogan. Next week, Um, and let me give you my upcoming guest so you'll know, Uh, on the 10th, September the 10th, Laquita Hogan from 2 to 2.45, and I'll be wrapping up my uh, kingdom communication and going into uh, Psalms 23. Uh, On the 17th, Sherry Bronson with Sherry Bronson Television Show. She's going to be my co-host on the 17th from 1 to 245. And on the 24th, Ashley Marie Knight, which is a camouflage sister. She'll be coming in from uh, the city of Killeen, uh, and she will be with me from 1 to 245 as well on the 24th when people come in, drive in, fly in, and be on the show. Uh, I like to give them the whole hour, or someone like Sherry, who is a television host, which will benefit other people uh, as far as bringing them on different platforms, they will also get that kind of a time. Uh, But for today, it's dedicated to the monthly newsletter. Now, let's get to it. War Cry, war cry was my blog and by the way, if you'd like to be a blogger, a guest blogger on my monthly webs on my on my website, that's once a month. If you'd like to be a blogger, uh let me know. But you have to be subscribed to the newsletter. You can't just blog and not be subscribed to the newsletter. You have to subscribe. So my blogger, my guest blogger this month was Donna Renee Patrick. She also have a show here on the Fishbowl Radio Network as well. But she's my guest blogger, and I believe it was the second newsletter she had a testimony in there as well, uh, a testimony. So we're going to talk about her blog. I'm going to read you her blog, and we're going to talk about her blog. And if you want to go back and read it or, or really sit down and write out the answers to the questions that's at the end of her blog, sign in. Um, uh, sign in for the monthly newsletter and get the monthly no- newsletter, and you can have it put it in your uh, put it in your your little tablets wherever you you keep things inspirational information and when you hear the sound of the trumpet all the people shall shout with a great shout and the wall of the city will fall down flat that's joshua comes out of the book of joshua chapter 6 verse 5 all right this is coming from donna patrick's blog that's on that's on my uh website now, in wartime, spiritually speaking, God never leads us to our own human devices. Our deliverance will always come through obedience. You hear that? Obedience to his plan. Jericho, a highly fortified city, stood between the Israelites and their promised land. God had already given them the city. You hear what I'm saying? He already gave you what you need. But there was yet work to be done on their part. What is your Jericho? Donna asked in her blog. What is your Jericho? Type it in if you have one. What is standing between you and the fulfillment of God's promise to you? Is it fear of leaving your comfort zone? Is it complacency? Is it uh complacency will produce missed opportunities you know you know I have to stop right there I have to stop right there we get so we get so relaxed in the moment in our norm and sometimes we just we just. It, it doesn't matter nothing really matters we just kind of go along and, and, and along with whatever we just go with the flow whatever it is and God is telling us to do something God is telling us to move forward move forward do it and what we do is get so comfortable in our we get so comfortable in the things around us and what we're doing we just get so relaxed in it content with it that we don't we even stop listening to what God is telling us God is Tell us to move, move into this thing, do this thing, and we just relax and doing it. And guess what? God relaxed in the moment, and God has already given us everything we need to do. I'm going to continue with the blog. A war cry is loud, aggressive, deliberate, and historically has often been accompanied by some musical instrument, horns or drums. It is not, we're not fighting without divine help. When a war cry is amplified by instruments, not only does it motivate the soldier, but can make the enemy think twice about the planned attack. What is your Jericho? She asked. An inconsiderate supervisor? Hmm. An inconsiderate supervisor? Communication issues in your marriage? Hmm. An unhappy? healthy habit that impedes your spiritual growth, past hurts. You can be transformed not by your own strategy, but God's. How many of you out there using your own strategies to try to solve some God problems? Hmm. That's something I asked <laughs> out of what she asked. We can't solve our own problems without God. If you have these things going on, communications issues in your in your marriage, you can't just let it, just think that it's just going to go away, just disappear. You have to do something. First thing, put God in the center of, center of it. First thing, get the word of God and speak the word of God over your problems, over whatever you might have going on in your marriage, whatever's going on with your supervisor. You have a lot of inconsiderate, not just supervisors, but people. Speak the word on those things and quit trying to resolve it within your own means, without God, without God's word. Remember, God is our provider. He is our shepherd. You either have to start believing the word of God or not. You can't believe some bit of little pieces of what God's words say and not all of God's word unhealthy habits that impede your spiritual growth. Some of us don't see our un- unhealthy habits as far as how we eat and not exercising as a as something that will impede our spiritual growth. Yes it will. Think about it. I always say if God send you to places and a lot of people say sent to the nations, but if he just send you around the corner and you're not healthy enough to go around the corner, then you're gonna have some issues. I love this blog by Donna Renee Patrick this month. I love it. It makes you think. I just love it. So if you have a blog that you'd like to submit to me, let me give it to me because I share it the first of the week on my radio show. Donna, this is good. If you're listening, I know you have a show right before this two o'clock hour, but if you're listening now, thank you for this awesome blog. Uh, and if you would like to read again later, Uh, You have to be subscribed to my monthly newsletter at www.minutejusthavefaith.com. Okay, so let's back to the blog. Unhealthy habits that impede your spiritual growth. You may still be conforming to the world. That's going to impede your spiritual growth. Don't let people have you conforming to the world, and you think you're going to be able to go out and operate in the power that God has given to you. You hear what I'm saying? You can't be straddling the fence, people. You can't be over here doing this and over there doing that. And you have to think about it. I have to think about it myself. We had a uh, we we. I said in my, the first part of the the first part of my show, I was talking about our 40th class reunion uh, and and everything. No, I didn't have a drink there, and I was not going to have a drink. But there are some people shouldn't have been having no drink was having a drink, <laughs> you know. And some people would say, ain't that wrong with having a drink? Well, you know, think about being not conformed to the world, but being transformed by the renewal of your mind. You can't continue to be putting new wine in old wineskins. It bursts. So you can't continue to say, I'm 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 a follower of Christ and out there trying to give a message. I guess this is just for those of you who, who are in the evangelist. You say you're evangelist. God called you. Put it that way. God chose you or God called you. There's some sanctification we need to do, some consecration that we need to do. We cannot continue to be a part of the world. And I think I did some things that, mm, you know, I didn't drink. I didn't do that. I didn't even uh, go to the, the the class party. I didn't go to the the one that was designed just to be a party. I didn't go. Uh and I didn't go for a reason. Because I am truly, I truly want the power of God to operate in me. It's there. And I want his power to operate in me so strong that my shadow will walk through a room and make a difference. You see what I'm saying? That is not impossible, people. It is not impossible. But we can not Continue to do things that will impede the power that God has already given us. All right. Went on a tantrum on that one. Past hurts. So many of us. She asks about, she says, Jericho, is one of your Jerichos a past hurt? This is Donna Renee, Pat coming from Donna Renee Patrick's blog, everything I'm saying. Some things I'm just saying as a spinoff from what I'm reading. But past hurts, so many of us, uh and if I keep hearing people talking about church hurting, I don't know what I'm going to do. Uh, but anyway, past hurts. It is your past, P-A-S-T. Yes, it hurt you, but you have to move into your Now. You have to start living in your now. You can't continue to live in your past. That's anybody, anything. Stop living in the past. Your past will stop you, stop you from moving forward. And you must move forward. Am I saying forget the past? You don't want to forget it. But you can't continue to try living in it because the more you continue to live in the past, you can't be, you can't move and operate in the now. And now, N-O-W, faith, this is out of King James Version. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Now, in King James Version, that's how it starts. Now, N-O-W, not past. Not future, but now. Start, listener, sir, ma'am, start living in the now. Live in the now. Okay, you got hurt. It was bad. You're still feeling it. But at some point, you got to let it go. At some point, you have to start using using it. To move forward. If it's going to be there, use it to move forward. Use it to inspire other people to come out of it. Like the testimony or the testimonies that I have on my monthly newsletter. Those testimonies is not for you to say, "Ooh, that happened to her. Oh, that happened to him. The testimonies is to show you that you can move forward. You can live in the now and move forward. You don't have to stay in the past. You learn from your past experiences. You learn from everything that you do. You learn from what's going on right now. But don't hang out there. Don't marinate anything, for God's sakes. God is a provider. God will show you. His word will show you some great things. You just have to listen, and you have to stop living in your past. You can be transformed, not by your own strategy, but God's. This is what her blog say. Donna's blog say you can be transformed, not by your own strategy, but God's. Now, y'all know that, body of Christ. But if you're unchurched and you're listening to me, get to know the Lord. Get in his word and get to know him. Uh, just just meditate on his word. Meditate on it. I was talking to someone this weekend, and I said, it's not enough to just read it read the word but you have to meditate on the word it have to become a part of you it have to become a, a part of your now it have to be your now god's word have to be your now you can be transformed not by your own strategy but god's if you don't know god's strategy how can you be transformed by it if you don't know God's Word, how can you be renewed in the mind by His Word? You have to know His Word. How do you know His Word? You have to hear it. How do you hear it? You read His Word. Meditate on the Word. When you hear things, when people say things about God's Word, you go back and you read it and you meditate on it. What does this mean to me? What does this mean now? And don't let people don't let the devil trick you like you got to have a certain you have to have a certain message Bible or something. Get the Bible as long as it's not really written by somebody that wrote rewrote it with their own little thoughts. Get the Bible. I don't care if you pick up the King James Version. If you have a desire to hear what God's words say, he will give you the meaning of his word. He will. He will. I'm a living witness of that. It doesn't matter if it's the King James Version and it was written with ye and that. He will show you what it means if you really, really want to know. But meditate on the word. And don't just take one scripture, boom, pull it out, and then go running with it. Read the whole chapter. Read the whole book. And know who's who wrote it. Know where they're coming from when they wrote it. I'm going to do a series on Psalms 23. It's going to take me one day to do that. But David wrote Psalms. And he wrote it from his point of view, his life, where he was. Yeah, he do I walk through the valley? Anyway, that's a whole nother subject. You'll get it. I'll talk about it later. But anyway, you have to know in order to be transformed by God's strategies. You have to know His promises. You have to know what God's words say. Okay, and if you are in. That if God has called you to be an evangelist, he has called you to be a minister, a elder, pastor, teacher, apostles, he called you to do those things, you have no excuse not to be in his word. You cannot stand before his children speaking his word and you're not meditating on his word. And I'm not being, uh yes, I am being critical. Yes, I am. I have no shame to that. Because you got to do this, you got to meditate on His Word. You have to, you have to learn His Word, and you have to meditate on it. And you have to talk to Him about His Word. Talk to Him about what He wanting you to, to to say to His children. Talk to Him about what He's saying to you. Oh yes, you do. I don't. I I, I have no shame to say that. Now I forgive me for you. I'm getting ready to apologize for that. Because if you're standing before His children and you're speaking His Word, uh, He have to speak through you, not you. It have to be His strategy. And so if you're not going to him for his word, you're not studying his word, and you're standing before his children trying to excite them, exciting them with your own words and your own strategies, you're not doing what thus says the Lord. Okay, that was a tantrum. That was something I really had to say. Take a page from the book of Joshua. She said, take a page from the book of Joshua. Lift up a shout unto God. Ooh, take a page from the book of Joshua and lift up a shout unto God. If you listen to me, it would not if you are listening to me, you're listening to me, sir, ma'am, give a shout unto God right now. If you're on Facebook, give a shout unto God. God, I thank you. <laughs> Hallelujah, I thank you, Lord. I thank you, God, for a voice, God. I thank you. I thank you for each listener. Thank you, God, that you are so great. Y'all, I just have a praise in my heart today. I just I'm so thankful, I guess, because I went to my 40th class reunion, and I thought about all the years we've been out of school, and I thought about how far he has brought us from, and and how good everybody was looking and sounding and having fun, but I, I thought about the goodness of God all these years, so we all, if you listen to the of my voice, we all have a praise for God, we all have a shout out to God because God is good, He has been good, He is good all the time. He's good when we ain't good, that's just been the beginning of time. Even when we ain't doing the right thing, God is doing the right thing, even when we're not saying and doing the right thing, God is still doing and saying the right thing for us and telling us the right thing to do. Continue to order our steps in your way, Father God. Continue to order our steps in your way. And listener, sir, or ma'am, you you seek after the kingdom of God and His righteous, and I guarantee you, all things will follow you. Oh, that was just something I had to say. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. All right, she said, take a page from the book of Joshua, lift up a shout unto God, and then she, in her blog, this is Donna Renee Patrick blog, and it is in my monthly newsletter, and I say I. I I dedicate the first week to my monthly newsletter. I don't give you everything but just some snippets of what's in it. So you can go ahead and sign up for the monthly newsletter at faith. That's my last name, justhavefaithaltogether.com. Questions for personal reflection. Hmm, questions for personal reflections. Number one. What is standing between you and what God promised to you? What is standing between you and what God promised to you? That's a question that she have on her blog. That's Donna Renee Patrick blog in my newsletter, and it's it's called War Cry. Uh, if you subscribe to the newsletter, you can go back and look at this. But I suggest that you write down these questions and you answer them, uh, You and you answer them. And if nothing's standing in your way, then you mentor someone else. Because sometimes we could see other people's issues better than we could see our own issues. I don't know why. But sometimes you can. You can help other people with their issues better than you can help yourself with your own issues sometimes. But what is standing between you and what God promised to you? And I'm going to use myself. I have so many examples with just myself. I'm going to use myself. I have three books out. One is Just Have Faith. I collaborated with one uh, Grandma Said Child Listening and collaborated with another one uh, uh, behind the ranks with the Camouflage Sisters. And then uh, I have one coming out soon called uh, Just Pray Prayer Works, and that will be my own. But it says, what is standing between you and what God promised to you? God promised me that first book will go all around the world. And, and I said, Holy Spirit, help me write this book. And the Holy Spirit did help me. The Holy Spirit did help me write the book. No kidding you. But what's standing between me and what God promised me concerning that book? And I've written some other books, but but this particular book, I know what God told me that book was going to do. Now, I did have an opportunity to give the book when I was in Africa. Uh, when I was speaking in Africa, I did have an opportunity to give the book and sell, sell a few of the books in Africa. Uh, when it first came, when I went over there, uh, and I got a really big review from uh, one of the guys that read the book, one of the uh, men, and, uh, husband and wife that read the book, uh, and everything. But in my mind, it was supposed to do a whole lot more than what it did. it was supposed to be selling best. It was uh, best selling all these things or stuff because the Holy Spirit helped me write it, and God gave it to me right. And so, what is standing between me and what God promised me concerning that book? This is my answer to her question. I'm not everywhere trying to sell the book. I'm not marketing the book. Every now and then I go do a little book signing and then I come on back in. I'm not doing everything God has put in my spirit to do to sell that book. See what I'm saying? I've had some speaking engagements here and speaking engagement there. But even at the speaking engagement, I'm not pumping the book like God had put in my spirit. So wouldn't that stand between what God promised me regarding that book if I'm if I'm not doing everything that God has put in my spirit to do to sell the book, that's any other books? Hmm. If you ask me how many speaking engagements, how many book signings, how many not even a third of what I could have been doing. Hmm. So, What is standing between you and what God promised to you? In most cases, it is you (laughs) that stands between what God promises you. And then we say stuff like, God, you said, you said. Mm, He did already. He's already done it. When God says a thing, it is so. Let there be light, it is so. Whatever he say, it is so. Mm. All right. So what is standing between you and what God promised to you? Number two, once you've answered question, I, or there are some things within your power to change. Are you the one who needs to change? Once you've answered the question, and I've answered it, but you answer yours your way. I, or there are some Things within your power to change. Or are you the one who needs to change? It's always in your power to change. God is good. He equipped us really well. It's always in your power to change. Question number three. And then I answered that question in the question. I answered that question in question number one. I know what I'm not doing. Number three. Are you ready to receive God's strategy and lift up your own war cry? Hmm. Are you ready to receive receive God's strategy and lift up your own war cry? (coughs) Excuse me. Those are the three questions for personal reflections that came from uh, Donna Renee Patrick's blog. Um, She is one of my bloggers. She's not a first-time blogger, but she is one of my guest bloggers. Uh, And I really enjoyed this blog. So if you're listening, Donna, thank you for sharing this blog. Crystal, thank you for sharing your um, testimony. And I shared that early in the show. What is standing between you and what God promised to you? And once you've answered the question one, after you've answered question one, are there some things... Within your power, I think I was saying, ah, Lord have mercy, forgive me, y'all. Once you've answered question one, are there some things within your power to change? Are you the one who needs to change? Question number three, are you ready to receive God's strategy and lift up your own war cry? Are you ready? I like that. Are you ready to receive God's strategy? and lift up your own war cry. God's strategy will move 10,000 mountains out of your way. God's strategy. What is God's strategy for you? Get in the word. He will show you. Pray. He will show you. Pray daily. Pray continuously. I've learned to pray out through the day. I've learned to pray, meditate on his word. Don't just read it, meditate on his word. God's strategy is better than our strategy, people. His strategy is much better than our own little strategy. Thank you, Donna Renee Patrick, for that blog. You will find that blog on my website. That's fate Subscribe to my newsletter on the same website. You are able to purchase my books on that website. There will be some ebooks coming soon. And uh, CDs, things like that coming soon. But right now, there are books on that website. The reading corner. I want to get to the reading corner b- before uh, the show is out today. Time passed so fast. And I still want to say in the first hour, I dedicated to Labor Day as well. Uh, Labor Day, and I talk about Labor Day on in the newsletter Uh, And I hope you are enjoying your day off. Let's move to the reading corner. The reading corner is also my monthly newsletter. Uh, There won't be a reading corner every newsletter, but every now and then I have a reading corner. That's a book that I read. I I read the whole book from beginning to the end. uh, And then I give a little uh, little, snippet of what the book is about. Excuse me. So in the reading corner... This newsletter, this monthly news- newsletter, there are two books, a uh, book by Crystal Bullard titled Assurances of Love, and she also had a testimony that was, <gasps> she used to be in a very abusive situation. She was in abuse mentally in her mind. Uh, she was thinking that abuse is okay. And so her book of collections of is a book of collections of inspiration and uplifting property. Uh, oh, man, I missed a call from Brenda. Brenda, I missed your call. I'm so sorry. I was so busy talking. I missed your call. Brenda O'Quinn, if you can, call call back before the show is over. Uh, it's saying return call, but I've never returned a call here on Facebook. So let me try it. Let me see. I always try something new. Might as well try something new. Okay, so I'm talking about her book. I talked about her testimony earlier. You guys that's just tuned in tuning in and uh, she was in an abusive situation and she thought she was the reason for the abuse that a testimony is uh, that testimony is in my newsletter. I didn't give you the whole testimony. You have to subscribe to the newsletter. Ah. All right. It's a collection of inspiration and uplifting poetry that is filled with gentle expressions on love and life. My favorite stanza in this book came from page 27. Take a bite out of bitterness. It reads, live above the words and accusations. You are being eaten alive by the acid of bitterness. It is vengefully exhausting and painful. Ooh, man, when I read that, I was like, wow. And I just start reading the whole book. That's what made me start reading the whole book. The whole book. in little short time. Live above the words and accusations. You are being eaten alive by the acid of bitterness. It is vengefully exhausting and painful. It is painful. It is exhausting to live in a hurtful past. It will eat you like acid. You got to live above it. You got to come out of it. Listeners. You must let it go. It caused corrupt communication throughout every aspect of your life. Mind-provoking words to think about. Acid of bitterness is in her. Is that What I just read came out of her book on page 27, Assurances of Love by Crystal Bullard. And she is also my guest, the guest that wrote a testimony as well this month. We understand that too much acid in any form is not good. Chemical acid or too much acid in the body can eventually destroy your what? Health, mentally, or physically. Let go of the bitterness. Forgive. You have to forgive people. You have to forgive more for you than the other person. You really do. Because sometimes the other person moves on doing what they do, doing them. And there you are still going on and on and on and on. And it's just eating you up like acid. Hmm. Take take scripture. The the scripture for the month. I want you to take it and memorize it. And I want you to take and read this this. So not snippet of what I've written about this. And I want you to think about that. If you're still living in past hurt, if you still haven't forgiven someone who hurt you, if you haven't forgiven yourself for hurting somebody else, because sometimes you don't hurt somebody and you haven't forgiven yourself for hurting the person. Mm. We're always talking about forgiving other people. But sometimes we haven't forgiven ourselves. And when you don't forgive yourself, that's just as bad as not forgiving somebody else. So you want to forgive yourself for whatever you might be holding a grudge against yourself for. (laughs) Right? All righty. Now, the other book that I read, actually, this woman was on my show, uh, Dorothy Cook, her book. Uh, in this book, Dorothy Cook, The Millionaire Maker, offers success tips for entrepreneurs and business owners. I was so intrigued by Miss Cook, I couldn't wait to get home and read her book. I started reading her book around 7.30 or 8 p.m. that night and finished reading it at 1.17 a.m. the next morning. It was that good, y'all. It was that good. I had an opportunity to interview Miss Cook on my radio talk show. She shared many insights of excellence for entrepreneurs and business owners. She is a woman of faith who believes that all things are possible in God. All things are possible in God. This book offers life changing lessons. When you talk about having a renewal of the mind, this is it. You may find Miss Book, Miss Cook's book, and Miss Bullard's book on Amazon. That's Crystal Bullard, title, Assurances of Love, and Dorothy Cook. Hers is Tips for Entrepreneurs and Business Owners. Both of these women are, are followers of Christ. Both of them are Christians and believe in the word of God. On that note, before I close out, uh, the devil is busy and he's tricky. And I notice a lot of people are saying, I'm not a Christian, but I'm a believer. Don't let the devil trick you. Don't do that. Don't say that. Because the devil wants you to take anything that even remotely sounds like Christ out of existence. So don't let the devil trick you up. Don't start speaking in the air that you're not a Christian. Because what does that mean? Christian means you're a follower of Christ. You believe in Christ Jesus. Saying, I'm a believer. You can be a believer in anything. Anything and everything. So don't let the devil trick you up. Don't let the devil, he's trying to trick us, y'all. Because he knows Jesus is coming back. And he know we have the victory. You have the victory in Christ Jesus. You have the victory. So don't let the devil start entering your mind, tricking you up about who you are. Hmm. That was just a thought. Read this and that was just a thought. Uh, because I keep hearing people saying that. I keep, no, I'm not. Don't you proclaim that. Don't do that. You know what it means. Stand. Quit letting people sway you anyway and every way, convince you to do and say anything and everything when you know what you stand for. Stand for what you stand for. Believe what you believe. You either believe the Word of God or you don't. You you either believe who you are or you don't. Don't let people change who you are and what you believe and what you do because it sounds good because a person have a degree don't mean it's right. I have degrees. I have degrees, but that doesn't mean everything I say and do is right. The Word of God is right. That's the only true thing. True all the time. True all the time. True all the time. The Word of God. Listen to the Word of God. Meditate on the Word of God daily. Pray daily. Pray for others daily. You are tuned in to the award-winning Fannie Minute Show on the Fishbowl Radio Network. I thank you for tuning in this week. Is the week that I go over things that, that's, uh, some things that's in my, uh, monthly newsletter. I ask that you subscribe to the monthly newsletter, the Fannie Minute Monthly Newsletter. You only get it one time, once a month. And it's filled with inspiration from other guest bloggers, uh, folks that submit testimonies. Uh, and if you would like to be a guest on the Fannie Minute Show, just, you know, contact me. Uh, thank you again for listening to the show and I am out of here I love you